Welcome to Counterbalance Conversations, the show that engages your imagination with discussions about emerging topics and stories of healing, change-making, resilience, and passion. Here is your host, Dr. Melissa L. Strasser. Hello, and welcome to Counterbalance Conversations. I'm your host, Dr. Melissa L. Strasser, and this week I am excited to have Brian Reese from VA Claims Insider and the author of a new book, You Deserve It, The Definitive Guide to Getting the Veteran Benefits You Deserve. Brian Reese is a leading expert in, on an advocate for the U.S. Veterans Benefits, a former active duty Air Force officer. He deployed to Afghanistan in support of Operation Enduring Freedom and received the Defense Meritorious Service Medal. He is a distinguished graduate of management from the U.S. United States Air Force Academy and earned his MBA as a National Honor Scholar from the Spear School of Business at Oklahoma State University. Brian is the founder and CEO of VA Claims Insider, a coaching and consulting company whose mission is to educate and empower veterans to get company to get the VA disability benefits that they earned for their honorable service. Disclaimer, Brian is not an accredited agent, VSO, attorney, or entity recognized by the Department of Veterans Affairs, and he is not affiliated with the VA in any way. I thought I would cover that for you, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that. I appreciate the the warm intro and the disclaimer. It's always important. Right. So welcome to Counterbalance Conversations. I'm so excited to have you on the show. We were talking a little bit before the show that as a prior Navy spouse and an advocate for many uh, veterans over the years, this topic is really close to my heart. Uh, And thank you so much for your past and present service to this country. I know with Veterans Day coming up, um, you know, I'm sure you have a lot that's happening in your world. Yeah, you're you're welcome. We we certainly do. And it's look, it's the highest honor of my life to have worn the uniform, uh, serving our our great country. Um, And there's millions of others who have served as well. And so, you know, this is my shout out to y'all. Anybody who served, thank you from the bottom of my heart for your service and sacrifice. Uh, I personally know what that means. And I also want to shout out uh, to folks who are part of what we call the total force. So anyone, you know, spouses, children, anyone who has been around a military family, uh, anybody who's been prior married to a military member, guess what? Your service matters as well. And nothing great happens alone. It happens in teams. And we couldn't do what we do downrange without your love and support. And so thank you to all of our military spouses and children as well. Yes, definitely. And thank you for that. I will, I take that with much gratitude. So Brian, um, tell me, one of the first things I always ask my guests is tell me your story. So tell me your story. We've all got one. That's something we chatted about right, earlier. Right. And yeah, like I said, I, I tend to be pretty raw, real, and, and vulnerable um, in sharing my story because I think it's really important uh, to inspire folks and to let them know that change is entirely possible no matter what situation you're in now. Um, so I left the U.S. Air Force in 2012. I served uh, as an Air Force contracting officer. So I was involved in procurement acquisitions. I did a lot of stuff in defense contracting. 
uh, did a deployment to Afghanistan in 2011. Uh, I was there almost seven months um, and came home, came home from Afghanistan, uh, a very different person. Um, I was angry all the time, um, had multiple diagnosed and undiagnosed mental health conditions, some uh, that I was willing to be honest and open about and some, some I wasn't. Um, had some physical issues as well uh, from that deployment and from my time in service. And when I got home from Afghanistan in December of 2011, I knew that I was not going to be able to continue serving in uniform. Um, I knew that I was not going to be deployable again based upon some of the mental, uh, mental health issues that I was dealing with at the time. But I was still deathly afraid to share what was really going on. And I'll tell you, it was in some of those dark, dark moments of alcoholism, drug abuse, depression, anxiety, insomnia, just, I mean, being afraid at times to leave my own home. It was in some of those dark, dark moments when I realized like, you know what? God created me for a purpose. I'm here for a reason. And I can't be the only one going through this, even though it feels like I'm the only one going through this there. I can't be the only one. There has to be other people. And I started sharing my story post post service. Um, when I was really struggling with some of these issues, and I just literally on Facebook lives, I just started sharing the journey that I had been on and more and more veterans started following more and more veterans started showing up more and more veterans started telling me, Brian, you just described my story. Exactly. Like this is exactly what I went through from my military service and trying to transition out. I feel like all these civilians don't get me that they, they can't possibly understand or comprehend, comprehend what I went through wearing the uniform. And I kept hearing this story over and over and over again. And that was incredibly liberating for me to realize that I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. And for all of you listeners, I'm, I'm going to be the first person to tell you that no matter what you are dealing with right now, no matter what it is, no matter how ugly you think it is, there's hope have faith and you're not alone. I mean, I'm telling you right now, you are not alone. Somebody is either going through what you're going through or they've already gone through it. Okay. And that's really the, the story of kind of my life of how I was in the service, realized I couldn't serve any longer, transitioned out of the service, um, and then just had this passion to continue serving U.S. military veterans and their families. And that, it was, it was almost accidental how it turned into a business of serving veterans. Because when we launched the company, we, we didn't even have a website. We didn't have a website. We didn't have a landing page. We didn't have a phone number to call. It was literally just me helping veterans. And it turned out that so many needed help that I, I was almost forced 
to create a company around it because I just couldn't keep up. And so, you know, sometimes I tell people I'm like the accidental entrepreneur. Um, I've always, I've always sort of had the entrepreneurial bug, but it it really did sort of happen out of pure necessity. It was not, uh, it was not super detailed or planned. It just really naturally evolved. Which that, that is the best kind of entrepreneurship, I, in my opinion, is when you just love what you're doing and, and it just evolves organically and people find you. Yeah. And it, it's easy. That means you're in your purpose. And that is such a beautiful story of recovery and um, hope that you have just described and I will tell you, I get a little teary-eyed because that was, uh, I've been, I've lived in that house before that you just described. Yeah. And it is um, a very vulnerable and difficult place to be. Um, yeah. I knew that my veteran was very, um, had a lot of the same challenges. Yeah. And um, it's difficult from the side of, the significant others or the children that also have those, uh, which I don't know if that was um, part of this journey for you, but it was very difficult to not know exactly what to do and to realize that there was a healing journey that your veteran has to take that you can support and hold space, but they have to kind of navigate that journey, not alone, but yeah. they have to navigate it in the way that works for them. And sometimes it's, a, it's difficult and sometimes it's tragic. Yeah, thank you for, for sharing that. And mm-hmm. you, you said a key word there, holding space. And that's one of the things we share with anyone who's, who's married to a veteran. And if these, if these issues aren't dealt with, uh, the underlying mm-hmm. mental health, the the physical pain. So many veterans suffer from chronic physical mm-hmm. pain as well. If yes. these issues aren't dealt with, typically professionally, um, that's when we see the substance abuse. We see the alcohol. We see the drugs. We see gambling, sex. I mean, basically anything that is a a hiding or a coping mechanism for wanting to run and hide from the truth of what you're actually dealing with. Veterans are pretty good at those things. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you mentioned that the household, um, I've, I've had to have some very, uh, very difficult conversations with my now, my now wife. I got divorced back in 2017, Mm -hmm. partly, partly due to all of, all of the issues I was dealing with. Uh, and all the issues that I hadn't dealt with is maybe the, the better way to say it. But my now wife, you know, we've had some of those very uh, uncomfortable, vulnerable conversations of what's really going on. And the good thing is she's, you know, she does hold space mm-hmm. and she has a really good pulse on my mental health and some of my mood swings. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually uh, diagnosed with bipolar type one. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you're married to somebody who's bipolar, you can get these large uh, range ranges of mood swings to where, you know, you can be on top of the world for weeks on end and need very little sleep and be super productive, which uh, don't, don't, don't kid me. Don't get yourself wrong. That's an amazing ability to have as an entrepreneur 
is yes. in a, when you're in that that uh, euphoric stage, you can get a lot done in a short period of time and really require almost no sleep doing it. The problem is when you swing back the other way. Mm-hmm. When you when you swing from the euphoria, you can end up in deep dark depression. Um, you know, to the point where you don't even want to get out of bed. And I mean, yeah. I've had those days. I've had days where I don't really want to get out of bed. And, you know, my wife, she's the one that has to live with this and bear, bear the brunt of that. And so do my children. You've got a seven-year-old, an eight-year-old, um, and a little boy on the way. And, you know, I've even had to have conversations with my eight-year-old because he'll wonder, you know, why is, why is daddy angry? You know, why is, why is daddy, you know, having a mood issue? Why does he not want to play today? And so it, it really is an all of us issue. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I deal with every single day. And it's part of why I love to come on shows like this and be vulnerable and share the story is to say, look, this is a very human thing that we all mm-hmm. deal with. And instead of hiding Instead of faking that we're fine, we just need to confront it and we need to talk about it and we need to get it out in the open and we need to make it okay not to be okay. Yes. And I agree. I mean, the stigma around, you know, there is an old stigma that has uh, been, I think, as long as probably the military has been around, there is a stigma around mental health and the military and, and getting assistance. And it has you know, it, there is also in the civilian community as well. And so I'm really uh, enjoying that transition of the mental health becoming more, uh, people being more vulnerable about their journeys. And, you know, because there's a lot more people than I think we even realized. And post-pandemic, yeah. we are, we're going to be seeing a lot of this emerging in some form or fashion. And I think people like yourself who are willing to tell the stories and and, um, people like the other veterans and individuals who are now coming out and saying, hey, I have this mental health issue. It's okay to have a conversation around it. And let's normalize that it's a medical condition, that it's not, should not be stigmatized. I'm really enjoying those conversations coming out because it's not always been that way. Yeah, it's no, it hasn't. I mean, in you know, one of the the amazing champions of mental health is Dwayne the Rock Johnson, mm-hmm. and you know he's really battled severe depression most of his life, and yes. you know he came out a number of years ago and started sharing his story about how he went and got help and how, you know, the most important thing he realized was that he's not alone. Um, I'll tell you, uh, Simone Biles. Uh, mm-hmm. At the Olympics, when all that went down, regardless of regardless of where you sit in your opinion of of whether it was right or wrong for her to do what she, for her to do what she uh, felt she had to do in the around the Olympics, I think her greatest legacy is not going to be gymnastics. I think her legacy is going to be around being a mentor to all of these amazing men and women around the world. And her being open, honest, and vulnerable about her mental health and her actually then getting real about it and saying, look, you know, here I am, an athlete at the top of my game with the weight of the world on my shoulders at the Olympics, and it, it was too much for me. 
Like I, I had to tap out and I had to be done because I needed to prioritize my own mental health over anything mm-hmm. else. Yes. And, you know, to me, I think there's, there's so much freedom in that. And people generally think about mental health and they think about those uncomfortable things that they're going to have to talk about. They immediately think that people are going to look at them and think less of them. Right. right. They think people are going to think I'm one of them. They're going to think I'm less than they're going to think I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is the more vulnerable you are, the exact opposite actually happens. It's it, it truly when you're finally able to be honest about what you're dealing with in your relationships Um, Maybe it's an issue with your children. Maybe it's an issue at work. Maybe it's a mental issue, a physical issue. When you're finally able to be honest about what it is that's holding you back or standing in your way, guess what? You're actually going to, you're going to gain more credibility. You're going to gain more power. You're going to have more influence as a leader because other people, they're going to then look up to you and go, this person's real. Yeah. This person speaks truth. This is a person I want to follow. And that's, that's what happened to me. I mean, I remember mm-hmm. being scared to death to share this stuff. I mean, my own parents did not know that I was struggling with PTSD. They didn't know I was an alcoholic. They didn't know I was a drug addict. And yes. so when I finally came out and shared all this, it was amazing the outpouring of love, but then it's also amazing how fast our business grew. Right. <laughs> because because right. all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it's like you're you're being real. You're in your your zone of genius. You found your purpose, and all of a sudden, magical things start happening. And so, you know, for anybody hearing us talk about this, you know, if you're dealing with something right now that you've you haven't confronted or you've never told your spouse, or, you know, you're afraid to get it out into the world, mm-hmm. I'm, in, I'm encouraging you to share it. Absolutely. Because magical things happen. And what we say at VA Claims Insider is that's when you start celebrating life change. And that's what we do every single day. That's amazing. Brian, we have to go to break. But when we Mm -hmm. come back, I want to hear more about that. And I think that's a great stopping point for us to go out to break. And then we'll come back and we'll finish talking about um, your story, anything else that you would like to talk about in that conversation, as well as um, some other topics around um, around your book or VA Claims Insider or whatever you would like to talk about. Sounds good. Thank you. Perfect. So we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. 
Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into Counterbalance Conversations with Dr. Melissa L. Strasser. Find out more about Dr. Melissa by visiting counterbalancecoach.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Counterbalance Conversations. I'm here with Brian Reese, and we were talking about um, his story, and we were talking about um, stories of recovery and not being alone and mental health being destigmatized and Oh my gosh, Brian, we just have, we've covered so much in the first uh, part of the show. And as I was saying, I was really uh, grateful for this conversation. Um, So to let you finish the conversation you were having about being vulnerable and being, and that's what you're encouraging with uh, VA Claims Insider as well. Yes. And so, yeah, just to kind of close out this topic is, what we do at VA Claims Insider is we help veterans celebrate life change. And what that means is, you know, that's our purpose. That's our calling. And, you know, any, anybody out there could go start a company that helps veterans with their benefits, right? Anybody who has a little bit of knowledge or experience in helping veterans get their benefits. And by the way, I encourage you to do that because there's millions of veterans who need help and we can't help everybody. Um, but what we figured out is that the claim or the benefits, that's the mechanism by which we were able to speak life uh, to veterans and help them celebrate life change, meaning helping them live happier, healthier, wealthier lives. That's really our purpose is to mm-hmm. help millions of veterans celebrate life change. The way we do that is we help them get the benefits they deserve, which we can talk about here in a little bit, but just to close out the conversation on, mm-hmm. on life change for all you listeners, whether you wore the uniform or not, I want you to celebrate life change as well. And the path for you to do that, I truly believe starts by looking in the mirror and looking across at that other person and asking yourself if you're happy, are you healthy? Are you wealthy? Do you like that person who's staring back at you? And 
I had one of those moments in 2017 where I couldn't stand. I was just disgusted at the person looking across from me. I mean, I had bags under my eyes. I was drinking every day. I was abusing drugs. My marriage was crumbling. I was unhappy at work. I mean, I was, it was, I was a mess. Uh, and I had truly one of those God moments of looking in the mirror and looking at that person and realizing that if I don't make a change, I'm either going to end up dead or worse. I'm going to, I'm going to kill somebody else because of my, my bad behavior. Um, and that was really the low point for me that started this journey of recovery, of restoration and relationships, and of being able to pick up the phone and call mental health and book an appointment and go in and finally tell the full story. Um, and so, again, I believe for all you listeners, your path to life change happens by you taking that first half step as uncomfortable as it's going to be, you got to take just that little itty bitty step and you have to tell your story. You have to get help. Okay. We are mm -hmm. not meant to do life alone. Human beings, we are not meant to do life alone. And yet so many of us, veterans included, we self-isolate, we self-medicate, and we try to go through things on our own. And that's when you're going to strip up and stumble. Okay. So please, mm -hmm. please, please get help. There is no shame. There's no stigma here. I believe that you being honest and you getting help is a sign of strength. It's not a sign of weakness. Absolutely. And I would resonate that as well. I think that is a, um, an extraordinary way to to put it. I mean, we're in uh, the panel in the Panama City area. We had a hurricane three years ago, and I've seen so many people that are doing exactly what you're talking about. They're self isolating. They're self medicating. Yeah. Um, they have the hallmarks, and the mental health is mental health um, resources are available, but it takes that little bit of courage. Yes, it does. I mean, it's it feels like a huge mountain, but it takes that little bit of courage that's in the pit of your stomach that says, okay, I'm going to pick up the phone today, and then I'm going to actually go to the appointment yeah, that I make. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm going to actually go, or I'm going to talk to a friend, even if it's not professional. I mean, eventually it will need to be, but even if it's a friend or a family member or something that you open up to. Yes, you got to do it. And look, like we said, whether you served in the military or not, we're, we're human. Mm -hmm. And we're not meant to do this alone. And stuff happens. I mean, look at, look at what happened in 2020 with the pandemic. Yes. I mean, millions of people out of work, millions of people displaced. We couldn't, I mean, we were basically just jolted from our routines. And yeah, you, you talk about self-isolation. I mean, that's what we did for 18 months. Yes. And, you know, let's face it, mental health is an epidemic in this country. In fact, I just, I just wrote an article uh, on post-traumatic stress awareness month. Mm -hmm. And the article, it was, it was amazing because I was asked to go a little bit further than just veterans. 
And I'm used mm-hmm. to that. I mean, yeah, we serve veterans every day, but we also serve their family members. And right. so I did some research for this article and discovered that up to 70%, I don't, I don't want you to miss this, up to yeah. 70% of Americans, okay? I don't have a calculator, yes. but take 330 million times 0.7. It's a lot, okay? Right. Up to 70% of Americans have experienced trauma that's clinically significant enough to lead to post-traumatic stress disorder. I don't want you to miss that because think about that. Yeah. 70%. I'm not, I'm not saying that means your trauma automatically means you have PTSD. It doesn't. I'm simply stating that we've experienced trauma as a nation you've experienced trauma in your childhood or wearing Mm -hmm. the uniform or at work or a a sexual assault, a sexual harassment, something happened in a relationship, the death of a, of a loved one, suicide stuff happens. And if you don't deal with those things, that's when you can start to have problems and that's when you can spiral downhill. And so again, I mean, I think the whole, the whole purpose of what we're saying is take that first half step, talk to a friend, make a phone call. If you're thinking about uh, taking your own life, please call the National Suicide Hotline. Yes. I mean, please call. I believe believe it's 1-800-273-8255. And you can press the number one and you can speak uh, confidentially 24-7. Your life matters and we need you. Okay. Yes. You are still here for a reason. Yeah. You are you made it through your trauma so you could make your mess your message. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that. Make your said, mess your is, message. Yeah. So I heard that um a couple of months ago and I said, Yes, that's exactly what we that's what we do. You know, that's how we learn as a society and how we we help each other from you know, even in tribal times, you know, if the word tribe has started to reemerge as you're finding your tribe, your group, or, um, and that's absolutely true. That's how individuals process their trauma. That's how they survived. And, you know, we've really struggled with that, as you mentioned, over the last 18 months or better, almost yeah. two years now. Yeah. Um, I, can, can you believe it's been that long? <laughs> oh I can, I cannot believe that. Um, but we are starting, I know in Florida, we have been more, um, I think, for better or worse, open than um, most most states and most parts of the, the uh, world. And so I can't imagine being in some of the uh, areas that really, truly shut down they weren't able to leave their homes and they were isolated, especially if they were single. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, no, every state was different. That's for sure. And I'm hearing from people who lived in different states that they're having a really hard time readjusting to talking to people and being back out in the world. So, you know, we're starting to see some of those uh, readjustment um, issues starting to come to light now that I think will probably down the road, some, some of them will be PTSD, not all of them, but some of them will be. 
I agree. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think mental health uh, is again should be if it's not at the forefront of these conversations, especially post pandemic. Um, and I'll tell you, I'm I'm really worried about our children. Yes, I'm worried about our kids. Um, you know, I, I tell this story just because I think it's important to get out there that it's never too early to start talking to your kids about life and -hmm. about suicide and about things going on. My, so this was when my son was seven years old. He came home from school one day and he was talking about suicide and Mm -hmm. I, I stopped him and, and, you know, we had that uncomfortable conversation and I asked him more about it. And I mean, he knew what it was. The kids at school were talking about it. Um, and these are seven-year-olds. Wow. And so, you know, I think it's, it's important that mental health and this conversation of suicide, have those, have those difficult conversations with your children. Um, I'm not saying, you know, I don't know the right age necessarily, but right. y- you, you kind of be aware be watching, be listening to the things that they're talking about because these things are being discussed in school and they're being talked about at a really young age. And and some of the children, I mean, not just in the school system, it's not just that's not where they're hearing it. They're actually hearing it from other kids. Oh yeah. They're they're hearing it from other kids. They're asking yeah. they're asking questions of, you know, their 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 Amazon Alexa devices, they're, you know, listening, mm-hmm. they're playing video games that have all these you know, killing, et cetera, et cetera. And so I just think more than ever, we've got to have our eyes and ears open as parents. Right. Oh, definitely. Um, so I know, Brian, are you doing um, speaking, any type of speaking engagements around these topics? Because I know because you're so knowledgeable and you're so engaging and so passionate about uh, this topic, do, are you doing any kind of speaking engagements around it outside of podcasts and radio shows like this? No, I, I appreciate that. Um, just with my with my schedule, um, right. I, I try to stick to I try to stick to podcasts and okay. uh, areas and radio shows and and uh, opportunities to impact the veteran community and their families. Just because that's sort of the space that we live in. But right. um, I'll tell you, you know, I'm open to having more conversations about some of these issues because they're very real. And, and we just got to have them. We, we have to have these conversations. So if anybody, um, so we, at the end of the podcast or at the end of the radio show, we will have um, a way for you, for people to contact you. We'll provide them with that information as well. So then if someone wants to have you on the show, because I think this is a really important topic that yeah. needs to be heard. And I think it's something far and wide that needs to, to be shared. Um and I have a couple of individuals that are coming. So we've got about three minutes, I think. Sure. Um, yeah. Um, so what I want to do is just briefly talk to you about, um, you know, how many veterans that you've helped. So on your website, it was saying that you had helped over 15,000 veterans. Obtain benefits yeah. to the program, which that is so impressive. Oh, thank you. It's it's a blessing. Um, yeah, we've helped about fifteen thousand veterans now, 
directly in our, our membership program. And what makes our, our program different is we take the veteran and we partner them with a veteran coach. So they mm-hmm. actually have a, a direct point of contact. They have an advocate who's helping them throughout their claim process. And that coach is their main point of contact for all day-to-day issues. And so the veteran, the, the key point here is the veteran is never alone. Yes. And then they walk that journey with their coach from beginning to end. And, you know, for anybody who's ever tried to navigate the disability claim process on their own, you find out in a hurry that it's incredibly confusing. Um, it's a, a blend of medical and legal jargon. I mean, veterans most of the time are not doctors, we're not lawyers. And so it's an incredibly complex and confusing system to try to navigate. But I think the biggest thing we discovered is that you feel alone. And so with our program, the main thing we wanted to do is make sure that no veteran feels alone. They have somebody there who's helping them from beginning to end. And, you know, again, we do that in community. So I think Mm -hmm. having a robust community of veterans helping veterans worldwide uh, is really sort of a staple and it's foundational to how we do what we do. Oh, wow. That is, I mean, that is fantastic because it's, um, I think veterans actually respond better working with other veterans. It's like a common language. They do. Yeah. And most of our veteran coaches are veterans themselves, not all of them, but many, mm-hmm. many of them are. Uh, we also employ a lot of military spouses. Uh, And folks who support the military. And so we're very proud of that as well. That's awesome. Um, So I was looking through your book and there was a couple of things that um, that kind of hit me. So the first one was you talk about it being an action book. And um, I mean, you were there was a really definitive line in there that said this is an action book. So let's go. Um, so I really liked that. Um, but the book is so comprehensive. So it does live up to its name being the definitive guide. Um, because sometimes it's difficult to navigate the VA systems, the federal benefits, the uh, state benefits, what other things are available. Um, and you talked about um, coming up with a blueprint. How did mm-hmm. you come up with that blueprint? Was it just kind of through trial and error? Years of personal frustration, um, experience from, you know, helping thousands uh, personally and then as well as in our membership programs and then a lot of trial and error. I mean, yeah, it it really was. uh, It's been a very fluid process in how we've come up with our eight step, our eight step system that happens over about 30 days. Um, you know, that took a couple of years before we finally ironed out the details and said, okay, this is really the process of how a veteran can go get their benefits. Um, Mm -hmm. we, we need to put this into a system so that we can scale it out to more than just, you know, say one veteran, we can now help thousands. Right. Um, which I really, um, enjoyed that you, you did talk about that, that, this was something that was scalable that you could, that everyone could use. It was that blueprint. It was like a checklist almost uh, is in my mind. What I saw, it may not be a checklist, but it was a, in my mind, I made it a checklist. 
Um, and, you know, you go through all the benefits, including, but I mean, not limited at all, but disability, education, health care, mental health care, survivor benefits, mm-hmm. um, housing and home loan benefits, job training and employment, uh, even benefits regarding burials and memorial. Uh, and then you also go into each state and then you go into nonprofit organizations that provide additional benefits as well. And even companies that give discounts, which, you know, I don't know any veteran that wouldn't love to use that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Because we always go in. I remember being a spouse and going with the military D card going, do you get military discount? Always. My dad, he's like, I'm retired. Do I get a discount and a senior (laughs) discount? And, um, So, I mean, I think that's really valuable as well. So um, how are the state benefits different? I mean, is that different from the federal uh, in just very general overall? Yeah. So uh, like like you mentioned, I appreciate that. The, the book is the definitive guide. And, you know, I was personally sick and tired of, of having to endlessly search the internet and finding, you know, just not knowing what am I actually even eligible for? Mm-hmm. Nobody had ever packaged it into one comprehensive volume uh, until now. And so yes. uh, real quick though, talking about the difference, you know, a lot of veterans and their families are aware of uh, benefits available to them at the federal level. And mm-hmm. so, you know, when you think of education benefits as a military veteran, you're, you're probably immediately thinking GI Bill. Mm-hmm. When you're thinking VA benefits, you're thinking disability benefits, you're thinking health care benefits. But a lot of veterans don't even realize that they're actually also eligible for veterans benefits in their states. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just like how the states are separate from the federal government and each state has its own governor Uh, who makes decisions for that state, you know, you've got your own state laws, they've got state funding bills. And so, you know, many of the 50 states have pretty comprehensive veterans benefits packages, which provide veterans and their families with additional benefits that go above and beyond what you can get at the federal level. So I'll give you an example. One of the best state benefits available is if you're a disabled veteran who meets uh, certain eligibility requirements, you might not have to pay any property taxes on your primary residence. Mm-hmm. And I know we've got a lot of Texas listeners, so I'll use Texas. If, if you're a 100% disabled veteran in the state of Texas, you don't pay any property taxes on your primary residence. And I mean, that's a benefit of four to five to seven to 10 plus thousand dollars per year um, just for being a disabled veteran. But a lot of vets don't know that they're eligible. Um, Mm -hmm. You have to apply for that benefit. And typically you have to apply for that benefit in the county with which you live. So Mm -hmm. typically counties uh, administer that program, but that's, that's just one of many great state benefits uh, that are offered to disabled veterans and their families. Wow. And and as you as I was going through the book, I was really amazed at all of the different benefits that are available. So 
um, if you if the listeners have an opportunity to um, order a copy of your book or um, it's available on Amazon, is that correct? Yeah, you can get it on Amazon. Um, I think it's available on Barnes and Noble. Um, in fact, we just released the audiobook as well. Mm-hmm. So you can get paperback, um, hardcover or audiobook now on Amazon. That's fantastic. And all of those, um, and so this would be something that for any veteran would be a kind of a bookshelf, be a great bookshelf item to have just so they can check for, you know, long-term benefits as, you know, they progress through life. Um, So I know you have three companies, so it's not just VA Claims Insider. Um, You also have Military Disability Made Easy and HireVeterans.com. That's correct. Um, So tell me a little bit more about those, uh, the other two, and maybe the future of those, um, the future plans for those three organizations. (laughs) Uh, You know I've got future plans. I know you do. You seem (laughs) like that guy, which is great. Military Disability Made Easy, um, we actually acquired that website back in 2019, Um, At the time, it was really kind of a stale, um, very, very web, 1.0, text-heavy website, and we acquired it wanting to rebuild it, make it more robust, and turn it into a membership program. Um, And so we did. So it's it's now a a, a low-ticket offer. I think it's it's $19.95 a month uh, to be a member, but you get comprehensive access to not just VA disability, but DOD disability, and then something called the integrated disability evaluation system. So it's, it's probably the most comprehensive and robust um, disability training platform in the world. And mm-hmm. so you know, we're pretty, pretty proud of that. Uh, and the membership growth has been strong. You can check that out at Military Disability Made Easy. Com. And then Hire Veterans, we actually acquired uh, back in 2020. Um, so it was a recent acquisition. And as we begin to offer more products and services to the veteran community, we were looking for ways and areas and niches where we can add value. And, you know, we felt it was a natural fit uh, to also you know, help veterans find great employment and so it's one of the largest job boards. Uh, I think there's mm-hmm. over 60,000 live jobs that are posted um, on HireVeterans.com. Uh, we also work with employers who want, uh, to want us to help find veterans to staff in their organization. So it offers uh, a job board and then full service staffing as well. That is fantastic. I think I have actually visited HireVeterans.com uh, in the past, and that sounds like you've made a lot of really fantastic improvements. Very cool. Yeah, we definitely to move have. It forward. So that, that sounds like such a great opportunity. So, um, so tell me a little bit more about um, kind of future plans for the VA Claims Insider. Do you have another elite program Um I don't know if you guys do that in cohorts or do you, does that just, is that just where your coaches work for work with the veterans? Yep. So the, the VA claims insider elite program is definitely mm-hmm. our, our most popular. Um, it's our most comprehensive. And I think the best part for veterans 
is they can actually start free. Um, it doesn't cost them any money unless they, they win their claim and get an increase in their benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, and the money that is owed that we share in the win with you, it's with money you don't currently have. And so, you know, basically we, we have skin in the game um, to help you get everything, every penny you deserve, um, nothing more, nothing less. Otherwise, we don't get paid. And so right. we're very proud of, of that program. Um, in the future, we're going in all kinds of directions. I think probably the the next most logical step um, is around VA home loans and VA education benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've already looked. Um, I can't reveal too much yet, but sure. uh, we've got we've got a partner um, that we're lined up with, and we're going to be connecting veterans in our membership programs. Uh, with mortgage lenders in all 50 states and territories. Fantastic. Um, yeah, to help them get great rates uh, on VA home loans. So um, that's a direction we're going in. But basically, um, right now, anything that we, th- we think is going to impact uh, military and veteran families, um, mm-hmm. that's an area that we're exploring. Uh, we're, we're veteran crazy, veteran friendly, and, and that's what we're looking to serve. Sure. Wow. So you are really making great strides and I'm so excited for you. Um, As a fellow entrepreneur, I know that managing three businesses um, as well as having your passion projects and, you know, maintaining your family life and having that balance is um, an incredible feat. So what are um, some of the I guess, from an entrepreneur standpoint, um, how do you keep that balance or that life integration? So some people prefer life integration and some people say Mm -hmm. balance. So what does it feel like to you? I'm a millennial. And so, you know, I'm, I'm 38 years old. And so for me, I'm a, I'm a work-life integration guy. Okay. Um, I tend to look at work and life in sort of this symbiotic relationship that, you know, it just depends what's going on, whether one takes precedent or, or over the other. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, the biggest thing I've discovered, and, and by the way, uh, I am not the expert on this. Sure. <laughs> and, sure. And, if you, and if you ask my wife, she'd probably say, yeah, he does not have this figured out yet. That's um, okay. None I of think us have it figured out yet. Yeah, I think it, I think it's something. I think it's something that every single entrepreneur struggles with. Yes, um, is trying to figure out: is it even possible to have a balance, um, or is everything just integrated? And is it always going to be this crazy? Here's what right. I would tell you: about a year ago, I started making harder decisions around my schedule. I used to take meetings at all hours of the day. You know, I used to take every phone call that came into our business in the early days and, you know, nearly killed myself in the process of doing that. Um, And you just, you find out in a hurry that nobody is ever going to protect your time unless you do. Absolutely. And I have an amazing executive assistant by the way, who, who serves as the gatekeeper and, you know, her and I talk all the time and she knows, she knows she's the gatekeeper. 
And so probably the, the best advice I can give any entrepreneur is surround yourself with people who are going to hold you accountable, whether it's your spouse, your kids, their activities, um, an executive assistant. You, may, you, might, you might need all of those. Um, <laughs> but protect your time and protect it hard because if you don't, nobody else will. And, Absolutely. you know, pr- pretty soon you're going to, you know, find yourself taking meetings you don't want to take, talking about topics you don't want to talk about, pulling you away from your family, your friends, your life. And so, you know, a couple things for me that have helped is I'm, I'm sort of weird about my Monday through Friday calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll ba- I basically have told my assistant, uh, you know, no, no meetings before 9 a.m. and no meetings after 3 p.m. unless they're urgent. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, that forces me to say, okay, I'm going to get up early and do my writing, do my prayer time, get into reading, planning. I'm going to do all that before the kids even wake up. Mm-hmm. And then when the kids wake up, I'm going to help them get ready for school, get them breakfast to get them to school. And then when I come home, I have time to get a 30 or 40 minute workout in before my first meeting at 9am. Right. And, and I know that no matter what, I'm not going to have stuff scheduled after 3pm. Unless I've specifically told my assistant, I'm, I'm willing to do it for this, like, for example, this podcast. Yes. And thank you for that. You're welcome. I appreciate that. Um, in the next like one minute, is there a way that everyone can contact you? Um, a website, um, or your preferred method? Yeah. So if anybody's uh, looking for help or you know of a veteran who needs help, um, you can find us on the web at vaclaimsinsider.com. If you are looking for a copy of the book, You Deserve It, The Definitive Guide to Getting the Veteran Benefits You've Earned, um, you can just Google it or go to Amazon. Uh, and type VA benefits or type you deserve it, Brian Reese, and, and you'll see the book come right up. Perfect. So thank you so much for that. And uh, I will also put that on my counterbalance uh, visionaries page. So as all, um, so thank you, Brian, so much for being on counterbalance conversations. Uh, I'm everybody that joined us. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Brian Reese next week. I will be discussing seven strategies for becoming a visionary in 2022 and have a special announcement about an expansion of Counterbalance Visionaries programs. I can't wait to share it with you. You can contact me at Counterbalance Coach on Facebook or Instagram or our new website, counterbalancecoach.com. I would love to hear from you. Until next week, be well, be inspired, be the counterbalance. Thank you for listening to Counterbalance Conversations. Be sure to join your host, Dr. Melissa L. Strausser, for another inspiring show next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until our next program, be well, be inspired, be the counterbalance.